We are on episode three of our mini-sode Halloween special episodes that Daniel's doing with us. So if the first two, again, were like you could handle them, this one is also going to be about the same as far as goriness, I guess I should say. <laughs> this is actually least. Oh, I this is, this this is the light. Okay, this one's, this one's chill, guys. This one's chill. Again, a reminder, these episodes are not appropriate for children or easily scared adults. So skip the mini-sode and we'll see you back on our regular PG-rated episodes. This one's more maybe on the PG-13 scale, but we're excited. Sarah, are you still with yeah, us? Yeah, I'm you still, still here. Good? Still, still Okay. You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> not, you're not even scared. <laughs> um, all right, Daniel, take it away. Who are we talking about now? We are going to talk about Ervil LeBaron. Ervil? Ervil LeBaron. Okay. Correct. Got it. Um, so Ervil LeBaron, a little background. In 1890, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints officially abandoned polygamy but some polygamist mormons uh, moved south to mexico to continue practicing polygamy without interference of u.s law enforcement Mm. and this is for a lot of people probably know that little piece like mexican polygamist compounds that's like kind of a a pretty well-known thing. Okay. One of the people that moved down there was named Alma. Hold on. I feel like we said that really chill. Mexican polygamous compounds <laughs> was a common thing. I don't know. Chihuahua. I mean, if you're from. I feel like most people know about yeah. Chihuahua, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chihuahua. The Mexican uh, Romneys okay. are from Chihuahua. Yeah, the Mexican wa- Romneys. Yeah. I don't. I don't know this. I'm okay. out of the. I'm out of the loop well, there. It's a good thing we're doing this episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm just. I just like you said that and I just like, yeah, okay, sure. And then I realized I didn't, I know there's like the Warren Jeffs compound like somewhere in New Mexico, but like, I didn't know this was like. thing. <laughs> no, not, it's not in New Mexico. Yeah. This For, is Mexico. This Mexico. is actual Old Mexico. Mexico. Right. Yeah. Old Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Mexico senior. <laughs> the first. Okay. okay. Got it. Okay. Right. Okay. Compounds. Got it. Yep. All right. Totally normal. So one of the people that moved down to Mexico was named Alma Dayer LeBaron Sr. And he moved his family down there in 1924, which included two wives and eight children. And they started a farm called Colonia LeBaron in Chihuahua. Like, yeah, Sarah was saying. Okay. So after, after, okay, yeah, Sarah knows this. So that was in 1924, and he was kind of the leader of that polygamous sect in that area. Uh, But Alma died in 1951, and he had two sons, and he passed the leadership of the community to his older son named Joel LeBaron. And uh, Joel eventually incorporated the community and kind of like, it seems like kind of tried to go legit in a way because it said he incorporated it in Salt Lake City. So it's like, I don't know if he was like trying to make, make it, it legit. seem I don't know. legit with the church. Yeah. But I got to say, I really like going through the names of the polygamist sex because they like come up with these names that are really long. So he he incorporated it as 
the church of the firstborn of the fullness of times. Nice. That's the name of his church. Okay. Easy. So Joel's younger brother was named Ervil LeBaron, and he was kind of the second in command, kind of the uh, the cane to Ooh. Joel's Abel, okay. you okay, might say. Okay. Uh, so eventually the the group, it wasn't that large. It ultimately numbered about 30 families, although these are polygamous families. So like that's more substantial than 30 families of four, I guess. But uh, so they kind of split their where they were based out of both Utah and then also a place in on the Baja California Peninsula. So anyway, this all leads up to 1972. So you've got Joel, who's in charge, his younger brother, Ervil, who's kind of second in command. And in 1972, there's a split and there's some disagreement. And uh, Ervil decides to spin off and start his own church which is now called the Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God. Wow. And he starts that in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then things get a little bit crazy. <laughs> if it is not crazy enough already. We're getting more. Okay. Yeah. That same year, 1972, after this rift, after him creating his own new church, uh, he orders the murder of Joel. His brother. And this... His brother. His brother. Okay. His able. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He then uh, passes the leadership of his church to the youngest LeBaron brother named Verlin. My gosh, these names. <laughs> and it kind of kicks off this, this uh, spree of murders where he sends his followers to go kill people in rival polygamist sects all around uh, Utah, Mexico, California. Wow. Right? Huh. This should be a movie. Yeah, this this is... really needs to be a miniseries. Wow. I, I'm kind of regretting telling this story because I kind of want to save it for a miniseries now. But <laughs> It's called this Big is, Love, I mean, this is a, and it was 70. on HBO. <laughs> right? This is the 70s, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. Man, things happened in the 70s. Yeah. People got shit done in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so he starts focusing on rival polygamist leaders. In April 1975, he orders the killing of Bob Simmons, who's a polygamist, uh, who his his whole thing is he tries to bring Native Americans into his polygamist group. Ugh. And he anyway, Ervil uh, orders him killed. And 1977, this is actually the story that first, like, pulled me into kind of this whole story because uh, in 1977, he orders the killing of Rulin Allred. And Allred is the leader of the Apostolic United Brethren, uh, which is another, another great name. And, and this is another, That's like, like isn't a, that the, a big... Isn't that a big group of polygamists? Yes, that's kind of I. Th I think it's like, let me double check real quick. So now I'm confused because I thought that that was led to the Jeffs thing, but let me see. Oh, you know what? He's sorry. I was just googling. Good. Um, tell us. 
Sister Wives. Oh yes, I forgot him. about that. Yes. Sister Wives is through Rulon. 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 Rulon Allred. Allred. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll go back, and we can talk about that. So, uh, Rulon Allred at the time is a homeopath and a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. You know, all those like snake Love oily it. things that like <laughs> set you snake up to oil. be a yeah. to be a perfect, <laughs> perfect polygamous leader. <laughs> so it's, hey, it's like, man, I can get people to believe that what I'm doing for my job is real. Maybe I can convince <laughs> women to marry me. <laughs> Daniel doesn't believe in those things. We're going <laughs> to disclaimer. move on. <laughs> um. But yes, so one other random side fact about Rulin Allred is that his granddaughter, Christine, is in on the show Sister Wives. Mm, okay. wait, wait, which one is she? Oh, Christine's the she, first wife. Is she I think. numero uno? I don't know. Do you know Sarah? Oh, I don't She's know. I, I don't think I've ever watched that show. But Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's actually like high, like after you watch like four episodes you're it's like they're all the same and they're all it's all kind of like <laughs> like not boring but you're like okay you guys are we get it as they're pretty it, boring people <laughs> it's yeah no it's there's like an episode where like they all go to costco and then like they like come they like argue over which toilet paper to buy like that's literally and then they go home <laughs> and the one a... and one will be like crying because the husband forgot her birthday and then the other one's like well you didn't let me buy the toilet oh, paper at costco it's this, like literally this never happened I I just summarized the entire show exactly. <laughs> That's literally what every episode is. I mean, I'm sure they have gone to Costco, but I don't think that toilet paper situation happened. Maybe in the maybe in the COVID era. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Ervil LeBaron, uh, he orders the killing of Rulon Allred, and like I said, this has kind of pulled me in because Rulon Allred. He practiced his homeopath and chiropractic services, if you can call them that. Legit. In Murray, Utah. Oh, Here we go again. Back to Murray. It all comes back to Murray. May 10th, 1977, two women, both wearing disguises of wigs and sunglasses, walk into his practice and open fire with handguns. (gasps) Sister wives. Yes. Undercover sister wives. Don't one of them was later wives. identified as one of his wives. His own wives? Yes. Wait, wait. One of Allred's wives? No, no, Irvel. sorry. Oh. So Ervil had of his wife. One LeBaron's wife. LeBaron sent, sent his wives. His wife. Both of them are just one? At least one of them was confirmed. I don't know if the other he, one was ever he confirmed. He made his wife do his dirty work? Dressed in wigs and sunglasses. What? They went and mowed him down. Oh, that is awful. That's insane. Okay. Wait, do we know why he wanted him killed? Did we... He just Is was competition? Kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm sh- I can I'm sure there's uh, you know, piles of books all about this cuz there the, the stories on the around this are just like kind of endless, but I don't know other than it seems like maybe he was tired of being second in command for so long and he kind of like had pent up uh whatever. Power mm-hmm. power issues. Yeah, just power tripping. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This other this other thing said that uh, the other person that killed uh, Allred was uh, LeBaron's stepdaughter. Ooh. So it was his stepdaughter and, and his, his wife that went in there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is not um, a nice polygamous compound. <laughs> no, it's not great. It's dangerous. Um. 
Erva LeBaron, we'll kind of wrap it up pretty quick here. He also ordered the murders of members of his own family wow. and those of his supporters. He like just completely kind of seems like he lost it. Wow. Uh, his 10th wife named Vonda White was Vonda? convicted to and sentenced to life in prison for the murder of one of LeBaron's own henchmen who oh attempted to leave the church. Oh, wow. Vonda was also said to have killed some other uh, and some other people, uh, other wives. Anyway, oh the whole God. thing just completely like j- just insane. Absolutely insane. Seriously, a movie. Uh, it also says LeBaron has been linked to the death of his own 17 year old daughter who was pregnant and was trying to leave the group. Oh, and uh, anyway, eventually June of 1979 Irva LeBaron was apprehended by police in Mexico and extradited to the United States where he was convicted primarily of the murder of Rulin Allred in Murray Mm. he was sentenced to life in prison in Draper Utah Point of the Mountain and he died of old age in 1981 oh wow wow that was recent I mean I know the 70s are recent, but for some reason, the 80s feel more recent. <laughs> <laughs> Go to ni- from 1979 to 1981, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. a whole new world. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he, was, he was around so recently. Okay. Wow. So I read a book called The Sound of Gravel by um, Joel LeBaron's, one of his daughters. Oh. So... That was an interesting book. Um, yeah, about Sarah, growing you could up. Do true crime. <laughs> well, this one's less crime, more just polygamy. But yeah, <laughs> the sadness of their life in had she, rural had Mexico. She, I'm guessing she had left. She has left. Yes. Okay. But, anyways, it was a disturbing book, but a quick read because it's also very fascinating and interesting interesting yeah yeah i need to check that out sorry there's there's two more interesting pieces even after he was apprehended even after he's in prison so ervil if you'll remember he gave uh the leadership of the church that he started to the youngest lebaron brother verlin if you'll remember and Verlin mysteriously died in an automobile accident in Mexico City two days after Ervil LeBaron died in his cell in, in Draper, Utah. Oh. What? And Verlin LeBaron's grandson stated in an interview that the whole family does not think that that was a coincidence, yeah. but they were never able to. It was one of the wives. I mean, there's so many of them. That Wait, how many wives one of the many have? wives. I do not know because there were just wives coming in and out of this whole scenario. Some were dying, some were being murdered, some were doing the murdering. Um, <laughs> and he probably married other of... people's wives. Like... Yeah, it was just a mess. Here's one other interesting thing. While uh, LeBaron was in prison, he wrote a f- his own 400-page kind of uh, book of scriptures. Like they do. Like you they do. Always do. They always do. <laughs> uh, which he called the Book of the New Covenants, which included a commandment to kill disobedient church members. And it included also not just that commandment, 
but a list of people that needed to be killed. Oh, no. And 20 copies were printed and distributed among sect members. And so even after he had long died, if you remember, he uh, died of natural causes in 1981. There were three murders carried out simultaneously in 1988 uh, by, by other followers that were still following through with his hit list that he wrote in prison. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, and they call they call it the four o'clock murders because there were three people murdered at exactly four o'clock on the same day in different places oh by followers no. of LeBaron. Yeah. Anyway, there it just goes on and on, but uh, it's kind of a, a crazy story. That is so crazy. That is crazy. Well, do you guys remember a few years ago? A few years ago when that those people got ambushed in Mexico and their cars were shot and all these people died. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Wasn't that wasn't that kind of a, a run in between the remaining polygamist sect and like the drug runners? Down yes. There? And they completely ambushed these family. And so they they're all related. They're from LeBaron, like all the people that oh. were killed. So it was like babies and moms and kids and i don't know if you remember that but yeah it made national news and it was terrible um but yeah they were all from that area the uh the i don't know if they were all polygamists or still polygamists but they came from polygamous families so i do remember that that was really sad yeah so it was like the drug cartel killed the family was Was there like were they doing some misunderstanding or something yeah i think they were just approached while driving through and it ended horribly anyways but that's the same group by the way just a side once again this is just this needs to be a a mini series (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot of information there I, I did find, because you asked Jordan, it does look like over the course of his life, Irva LeBaron married 13 women in total, Holy fathered God. over 50 children. Whoa. And it's also been estimated that due to his uh, hit list that he made in prison, more than 25 people ended up being killed <gasps> oh my God. after Holy his cow. own death. After yeah. his death. Wow. Yeah. That is nuts. Wild. Okay, people don't. Don't join cults. <laughs> Be very weary of cults. In conclusion. <laughs> and don't murder. How about that? Call your dad. You're in a cult. That's a t-shirt um, from My Favorite Murder. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Daniel, that, about that story. It's my pleasure. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, all right. That wraps up Minisode 3. Thank you for listening to this episode of Utah Famous. To see all our episodes and what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so don't be shy. Email us at utahfamous at gmail.com. And if you have some spare time, please rate and review our podcast so other Utah enthusiasts can find us. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get our latest episodes right when they come out. <laughs>